0: Hello, and welcome to the Coach Mark in Manila podcast. I am your host, Coach Mark in Manila. Well, actually, not technically in Manila anymore, but it's a long story. But I'm still in the Philippines, and it is lovely to be with you again. I hope you're having a great start or end or middle of the day, wherever you are. As you know, I'm from ESL, businessenglishexperts.com, and initial-impact.com, and I'm here to help you get the life that you deserve, whether you're trying to improve your English as a second or native language, Maybe you want to immigrate overseas, many of my clients do. If you're in Turkey at the moment, we've got lots of you wanting to leave Turkey for one reason or another, and I can help you get to a number of places, Canada, Germany, okay, there's so many options available for you all right now. If you're in the Middle East, hello to you too, I've got loads of Arabic speaking people here, Um, it's lovely to have you, and of course Japanese, Korean students, you are from all over the world, and it's been overwhelming to see the results of these podcasts. Um, The figures are climbing, and it's lovely to have the audience growing. Also, thank you for your comments if you've messaged me. Hello to my friend in Algeria again. Nice to have you with us. And frankly speaking, if you haven't got in touch, why not? If you've got something to say that's helpful, um, maybe about English as a second language, or, you know, just some tips and techniques you want to share with other people here on the podcast, feel free to actually ask to appear on my show. Uh, Very soon, I'm going to be doing that and bringing you other people along with me in the conversation so we're going to expand what we're doing here also sign up to my newsletter because that will enable you to get the latest updates from me also there is a new app that i'm developing that will be coming out very soon and it is going to help you massively if you have problems with your intonation and your modulation if you are a speaker of english as a second language and you are from china well anywhere actually in asia to be fair also turkey as well um sometimes we find that we have a very mono sibilic type of response so it sounds a very flat conversation and everything sounds like this and this is a problem and it's because nothing that you've done wrong it's simply because this is the sound in your native language everything sounds in a different way so you're still trying to apply that to english and of course english goes up and down it's like being on a journey i go up i go down my pitch goes up being inflect up so if we want to make a statement we go down we want to ask a question, how are you? We go up, right? Okay, so these are the things that you absolutely need to learn how to control if you're going to actually use the English in the correct way and make yourself understood, because you can have as much uh, vocab and great sentence structure as you like, but if you're using the wrong tone, modulation and word stress in the wrong place, stressing the wrong syllable, you're going to come off all wrong. Also, if you sound rather abrupt, uh, my German speakers, Um, This could be a problem for you Turkish speakers too and, of course, my Arabic speakers. Because of your language, your native language, if you try to use the same pattern with English, it will sound too abrupt and harsh and will put the listener off. It can wreak havoc in your meetings if you're doing sales negotiations or just trying to ask someone out on a date. You don't want to sound in English as though you're shouting and commanding them to do something, okay? So we can help you improve that. And the app that I'm developing at the moment is going to train you like nothing else before in a fast amount of time. If you use it consistently for 28 days, within four weeks, you will sound better. Guaranteed, okay, so if you want to hear about the app and when it gets to launch and try the first version of it You do need to sign up for my newsletter So get yourself down to the link below and you've got nothing to lose. It's totally free to sign up Okay, so today Japanese students. Hello all of my Japanese students I teach and coach a lot of Japanese clients all around the world. You're doing amazing stuff You're going all over the world Um, Japan as we know having a few problems again Economically more so than perhaps the rest of the world of course, there is a problem with a dwindling population and opportunities there. So many of you are looking to pastures new. That's a lovely idiom, meaning new places. You start to get yourself a brand new start. Now, if Japanese is your first language. um, You will be using the Japanese sound system when you speak English. Um, These are my experiences and also, um, you know, other people's thoughts and impressions about what's going on with Japanese pronunciation. somewhat i would say of an expert working with people from the asia region so anybody with an asian accent but particularly korean speakers and japanese speakers also middle east and i have expertise working with so many clients okay from the arabic speaking world so if this is you, I have an absolute passion specifically for your languages and your problems, okay? But never fear, even if you're not from those regions, I've worked with students from Italy, Spain, France, Germany. Oh my goodness, there isn't a country I don't think I've touched. And of course, on the podcast now we're reaching all corners of the world. So it's lovely to have you here. Um so if that is the case for you, okay, what's happening when you speak English is Japanese obviously has fewer vowels with very regular lengths. English vowels can be stretched or shortened anytime depending on what's required, right? So it's it's probably far more flexible in some respects. Um, English has some important vowel sounds that are not used in Japanese. They occur in stressed syllables and it's really important you learn how to pronounce and control those, otherwise it just doesn't sound good at all. Um, Also, very important differences are as follows. Um, You may have not learned much about Um, sound systems, if you studied English as a foreign language, okay? Basically, um, native speakers um, learn in a different way. Most other people learn English in school through textbooks, reading, and writing, right? But, of course, speaking is physical. And that pronunciation in intonation practice must absolutely be done physically. And so if you think about it, um, as you speak Japanese, for example, your muscle memory for your mouth, okay, your mouth mechanics, um, are different and so these need to be physically changed and strengthened so you can speak English in the right way and get the pronunciation intonation in the right place so it's about training as I said before another podcast your muscle memory it's something that not many coaches will talk to you about unless they they've got expertise in it, which I have I've developed my own coaching strategy and that's what I bring into all of my master classes with you if you want to experience a 30-minute session with me free of charge you can and now it is still free. Just get down to the link below and book yourself a Zoom or Telegram session with me at your convenience. So really, uh, if you're Japanese and you're an adult, you've probably been using your accent right like, for most of your life, all right? And when you consider it, um, if you try to speak English, you may get some feedback like this: that people find it hard to follow you, you're speaking too you softly, or in a very broken fashion. Okay. And these and many other problems simply result only from knowing what you know and use successfully in your Japanese and you're using it in English and this works then against the communication efforts here because you are applying a set of Japanese sound rules but of course English has its own sound rules that you must know and use. So let's work it out together in this podcast and then you can go away and try this yourself. So the main thing is let's just talk about the common points between japanese and english because there's only one way to fix this and that's by knowing what the problem and differences are first then you can work on them right so here's the thing top secrets of this right the vowel system in english has many more vowels than japanese okay and there are two that are really critical for you to have and if you have a session with me i will go through what those are okay but basically, um, there's also consonant system differences. So if you think the R and the L predominantly causes problems, not just for Japanese speakers, but many people from the, the Asia region, okay, the R and the L sound. Also the S, Z and SH sound okay, causes problems. Um, the H and the F, b, b Now F, b, b also causes problems for many people from the Arabic regions too. And of course, then the combinations in consonant clusters. Stress and vowel reductions. Now, what is that? They play a pivotal role in word identification and the rhythm in English, but not in Japanese. So it's where you place your stress on the words, like I've just done there, right? Okay. So you will hear a very different cadence. Cadence is like movement, the up and down, okay? The actual pattern that I'm speaking in is very different to the way that Japanese would be spoken. Equally, if I tried to learn Japanese, you'd say, Mark, you can't do that. Sounds crazy, right? What you're trying to do from your English speech pattern doesn't work in Japanese. The difference is, unlike the Romance languages of Italian, French, um, Spanish, I it doesn't it's not as hard I would say for all of you from France, Spain and Italy to switch across to English because we follow similar kind of patterns. And as we know, Italian speakers Spanish speakers use probably more energy in your speech, right um if you can think about it, but that's fine, you could be energetic in English too. But when we talk about very different languages like Japanese to English, okay Korean to English, um they are so disparate, they are so different to each other Arabic totally different, right? This is where it's the biggest challenge, and that's why I've decided to focus more on your needs because i know you guys and girls are really you, you people are really having a big challenge okay that is much harder than the romance languages but you know i'm here to help everybody at the end of the day. but my expertise my specialty is helping you for an arabic speaker and also anybody from the asia region all right i would also translate that middle east kind of feeling right up into turkish speakers as well um and parts of shall we say um you know right over into sort of northern africa so all of the africa regions as well because that that sound is very very different okay and it can cause huge problems for you so let's talk about that a little bit more the pitch and the energy also is different uh, english uses a much wider pitch so pitch movement is melodic and variable in english all right and um, it's more systematic and regular in japanese and also in chinese for example right it's more predictable so this is what causes problems, and as I say, the app that I'm developing is going to really train you to get their melodic and variation going so you're going to sound delightful, all right? So if you want to get your hands on the app, because I'm going to be looking for beta test first of it, please sign up to my newsletter, and in the how can we help you for more, please make a note in there that you want to be the first to test this app, okay? Because I'm going to put in your hands the power to improve how you sound. You get your modulation, intonation, and inflection bang on. This is going to change how you sound dramatically, and it will train you within four weeks, okay? So let's talk about it a little bit further. Also, the word endings are quite different. Many English words end in consonant sounds. These are quite difficult to pronounce, all right, at times. Also, rhythm is important, as we said. Um, Japanese duration changes have a completely different purpose, so they are quite different. If you're unable to produce the sounds of English, then the chances are you can't hear them either. And I have to say, this explains a lot of what I experienced with my lovely Japanese students. Many of you um, struggle more with listening skills compared to other nationalities. And I struggled for a while to work out what was going on. I could not work out why listening skills were weaker, shall we say, not as strong in my Japanese students. And this is why. And simply because of the sounds of English, if you can't produce the sounds, you can't hear them either. So it means you have difficulty understanding native speakers, especially when they are speaking between themselves. So what's going to really help you here is to work on your pronunciation and the sounds of English first. OK, you don't need to do better with, um, I don't know how to put it, more active listening skills. It's not that it's actually you can't hear the sounds. It's like being, to all intents and purposes, it's like being deaf. It's like being blind to something. You can't see what you can't see. You can't hear what you can't hear. And it's very much to do, not your fault. Um, obviously, the sound that you grew up with in, in the Japanese um, sounds, okay, totally different to English. And your ear has not been tuned into them. In fact, it's never learned them. Um, there was a great psychological experiment was done um with kittens, actually. Uh, no, no kittens were harmed. don't worry. Um, but basically it was just looking at their visual their visual system. And if kittens are not exposed to certain environmental stimuli, I think in this case like, it was way back when I studied this one when I did psychology. but basically, um this particular study showed that if the, if the kittens have not been given the opportunity to get depth perception, which means that they can sense when they're at height, or if there was a drop or something, then sadly the kittens were no good. They would literally fall off the edge of things and all sorts of adult cats. They'd never learnt depth per- perception. Depth perception means your distance. You can see visually, okay, there's a drop. I'm on a cliff and I can see there's a drop. There's a dis- distance in the depth from up here to down there. And you would realize it's dangerous to be at the top of that cliff and just hang, hang around there, right? You could fall off and hurt yourself. The kittens, when they became adult cats, sadly did not have that depth. that perception that's a good tongue twister right because they just haven't been exposed to it they've been kept in a very neutral environment as they were kittens they've not been exposed to stimuli they've been kept in like a very plain room as it were um, and it caused problems so if you've not been exposed to that it's much harder And I think in in those studies, it showed that even as adult cats, if they then gave them access to that stimuli, they couldn't learn. They had like a window of opportunity. Now, I have to say it's slightly better for humans on this. Um, It's better if you are a parent, I have to say, of a child at the moment, anywhere, and you want them to be bilingual, please try to expose them as much as you can to English sounds now. The younger, the better. Even the age of two, even as a baby. It's... Just surround them with the sounds even if they don't speak the language right have them listen to you speaking english because you want them to also hear these sounds okay and try to expose them to native english speakers as you know if you're a student with me at the moment you know if you've got children we have them in the sessions right at times it's challenging it's kind of fun but I love the fact that I've got this extended family worldwide, right? I've got parents who bring their two-year-olds in. Of course, they come and sit on your lap for a bit, right? You say, ni hao, or whatever it is, so depending where we are in the world, that's hello in Chinese, if you don't know. Um, you know, we, we do basic songs, nursery rhymes and stuff. And then, of course, they go run off and do their thing, right? They don't want to sit there long. But the point is they're seeing mum and dad, okay, and, and other people practicing English around them. And they get to be exposed to the sound. And obviously, they get to see me which I think is not always a good thing but you know what I mean (laughs) the point the point is is it's good for your children to see you enjoying the love of a different language and more important for them to be hearing those sounds because they've exposed the sounds now they're going to learn those sounds and they're not going to be as deaf or blind to them when they're an adult like you might be facing so this is really important even if you don't do a coaching session with me please try to get your children to be exposed to these sounds and you will help them also you help yourself and it's a great bonding moment as we know um, many times we don't have enough time in the day to do everything and we spend an hour maybe in a coaching session away from our children So, bring the children into the session then they can spend some time with mum and dad get to get the benefit of hearing this language around them and you don't feel so bad Then you are still spending time with the family so it's a win-win right okay so look The point is this, you've got to understand that if you can't pronounce the sounds, you can't hear them either. And this is why as a Japanese student, you're struggling more. So the top tip here is basically what? It is to expose yourself to more of those sounds and opportunities and speak them. So I'd like you to do that today. And going forward, if you're a Japanese speaker, make a definite concerted effort, right, to get used to pronouncing those sounds correctly. All right. Okay. Listen to them, repeat them, get them right, and then start to listen out for them. And you should see your listening skills increase if you do that. Ten minutes every day for twenty-eight days, as we all know, that's my special magic number because it takes twenty-eight days to form a new habit and new neural pathways in your head. Remember, I work at an NLP level psychology of learning, not just teaching you these things. Also, syllable stress, word stress, intonation—exceptionally important in English. Um, if your vowels and consonants aren't as they should be your syllable or word stress will also be affected. Um, small sounds like vowels and consonants are building materials, really, of stress, rhythm and intonation. So without the ability to adjust and control these kind of basic materials, your accent will persist and get in the way. All right. So if you want to improve your public presentation skills, um, you know, very effective public speakers use specific tonal sounds to help listeners know how statements are related. Okay, and um, if you want to look at that, watch a TED talk. Notice how they do that. Notice how they change their tone. They pause. They might stress things, okay, for effect. Really listen out to it. And if you want to do that with me in a live session, I love doing that. We can really critique and look at speakers that you love and see why are they so effective? What are they doing and help you copy and mimic that pattern so you can do the same. I also run a storytelling masterclass which will really help challenge you over the course of a number of weeks to become an effective storyteller so all of your presentations are really memorable for the right reasons. So look, if you're a Japanese speaker here and you've listened to this and you found this helpful, please spread the word to everybody else in Japan or elsewhere in the world if the Japanese need this help. Even if you're not a Japanese speaker, I hope you found some interesting points in here for you as well. Some tips as to what's going on. If you are having problems with your listening skills, no matter where you're from in the world, it might be that you also are struggling with hearing those sounds. So do what I say. Try it out, okay, and give it a go. Consonant cluster systems, okay, so work on the R and the L sounds, the S, the Z, the SH, the H, the F, the V, the the B, okay? These ones are really going to help you. Um, I can't stress that enough. Try to do a few minutes, as I say, preferably 10 minutes every day of going through these. Let me just give you, before we close, quick ones that you can try and practice for yourself. So, the R versus the L, minimal pairs exercises are the ways to do it. So, what I want you to do is riff these, that means repeat them, okay, for 10 minutes each day. So, grammar, glamour, grammar as in English grammar, and glamour as in fashionable, right? Grammar glamour, grammar glamour, grammar glamour. It's gotta got to go grammar glamour, okay? Royal loyal, so royalty and loyalty. All right, royal loyal, royal loyal. Arrive alive. That's a good one. Arrive alive. Ramp lamp, ramp lamp. Bowling boring. Bowling as in bowling ball. Bo- boring. I used to love bowling. Bowling boring. Belly, belly as in your tummy, B-E-L-L-Y, and berry, B-E-R-R-Y, okay? Belly and berry, these ones can sound the same, right? Because when we speak from the Asia region, okay, we just say that everything sounds like belly, belly, right? Okay, rock, lock, rock, lock, light, right, light, right, grow, glow, grow, glow, as in glowing lamp right keeping glows it's shiny it's illuminated there's a nice higher level word collect correct collect the children from school and correct their homework make it right okay climb crime climb and cry okay climb the mountain and don't commit a crime rag lag rag lag what is lag to fall behind lagging Your computer's lagging, your internet's lagging, it's a problem. We know what that's like in the Philippines, right? Link, rink, link, rink. Okay, link your words, okay, and then go ice skating on the ice rink. Gloom and groom. Gloom, as in sad, miserable, dark, cloudy. It's gloomy today, right? It's gloomy today. We say about that by the weather. Groom, the bride and the groom, okay? All right. Lice and rice, that's a big one, right? Lice and rice. always gets mixed up. Root, loot. Root, loot. What is loot? It's kind of like treasure. Sometimes we say going to get a load of loot. maybe, you know, good stuff. Or if we loot a shop, that's bad. It means that you're going in and you're stealing things, right? You're breaking in and robbing it, right? You don't want to do that. That's bad. It's a crime, right? Um, Elect, erect. Elect, erect. Okay? So you might elect your president and then to do that, you might need to erect a campaign poster to promote them right cloud crowd cloud crowd lack rack lack rack what is a rack it's usually either something that's like a frame of something a rack made of metal or wood or something and we put something like our shoes on the shoe rack okay um then we say things like the last one ram and lamb ram and lamb obviously a ram an adult male sheep a lamb a baby sheep okay Right, that's the first lot for R and L minimal pairs. Clearly, you need to work on others as well there, but that's just to get you started. If you want to go in more depth, clearly I do a big master course uh, training in this. So get yourself up. Come on, sort it out. Sign up for my 30 minutes free Zoom session. Let's work on this together. Come and meet me. I challenge you. I dare you to come and improve your English with me. It's always a bit of fun, and we make sure you have a great time and send you away with lots of good things to help you. I hope this has helped you today. If it has, please consider buying me a cup of coffee. The link is down below, and you can buy me as many cups as you like, but it does help me continue making these free podcasts for you and helping others who can never afford free coaching to access a few sessions with me absolutely free of charge. The the deprived people of the world who really need it, okay? We need to spread as much as we can. All right. Take care. Believe in yourself. I'll see you soon. And sorry to interrupt at the very end here. Just before I go, I would like to say a big thank you to all of you who listen to the podcast. Thank you for making it such a great show it is. I would like to also request something else. If you have found anything that I share with you here of help and benefit to you and would like to support my free podcast to continue remaining free for you, please do consider donating via the link below. You can find it. Buy me a coffee and it enables me to continue doing these podcasts and also supporting those of you who cannot afford high-level coaching. It really does make a difference and thank you in advance. Stay safe and keep going. Sorry to jump in at the end of your podcast, but I wanted to say a big thank you for listening. And if you love the podcast and would like to help me keep them free, do consider sponsoring me. You can subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month to sponsor a segment, or if you want to do something as a one-off, you can click the link again in the show notes and buy me a coffee. It's a great way to help me spread this word as far and wide as possible to people like yourself who perhaps can't afford to get high-level coaching but need to access this information all the same. I really appreciate your help and a big thank you for doing so. Also if you are somebody looking to get into coaching maybe you're an English coach or perhaps you are another professional maybe you're a life coach or you might be a mental health counsellor basically anybody who is in a caring or supportive profession or maybe you you coach people in different academic subjects I'd like to feature your podcast on my show and give you a chance to reach my audience. Yes, totally free of charge. All you have to do is follow the links down below in the show notes to find out how you can connect with me and send me your files. I will upload them to the show and you can basically reach my audience and build your own business. There are no catches at all. I'm simply here to offer my platform to help as many other professionals in a related field as myself to reach as many students as we can. And together, I believe we can do a lot better. Thank you for listening again. See you soon.